This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You are listening to the best pro wrestling podcast out there, marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. You can go buy our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Follow us, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Go follow us on Twitter at out. You can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O as I am your host, Dave the Rave. And you can go follow... Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I am doing awesome as always. And first things first, are you Becky with the good hair? I am always <laughs> Becky with the great hair. What does that even mean? I don't know. Did Jay-Z sleep with somebody named Becky? What is that? That's the, I don't know, Beyonce had something air this past week. Uh-huh. And the world blew up saying Jay-Z's cheating on Beyonce. Really? Yeah, which are rumors that I had heard from someone who knew someone. And I said there's no way that Jay-Z would be cheating on Beyonce. Except now, now there's Why, no way. more rumors. I just assumed that they were people who would never cheat on each other. Well, if you ever believe any song... Just go back to that song by Lindsay Lohan, uh, Rumors. So don't really believe everything that you read. No, no, I'm saying I heard it from somebody who knows someone. Who knows someone who... No, no, in the industry who knows somebody. Oh, snap. Brandon with the inside information. Like, this was, like, years ago, and I was like, there's no... Like, I don't believe that at all, but, I mean, now... I guess there were rumors a while ago, too, and then... Remember when Jay-Z got punched in the elevator by Beyonce's sister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently there was something, some sort of connection with that too. But again, like, Lin- like Lindsay Lohan's song that was could just be a rumor. So I'm yeah. so sick of being tired. I'm tired of being tired. <laughs> or whatever. When will you, <laughs> do you remember that when she was on Raw or SmackDown? I think so. Or she, I remember William Ringle uh, singing that. Was she? She wasn't there, though, was she? I don't. I don't know. But I definitely remember William Ringle singing that. Yeah, I'm remembering. I know Eugene was there, and I know Christy Hemi was there. I don't know. Yeah, William Ringle's great. Yeah. Oh, that is a fact. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah. So, how was your week? It was good. My week was good. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Passover Seder went off. We uh, It was like a new style Passover Seder. What do you mean? Well, uh, we were sitting... My grandma what had, do you mean? My grandma had two two separate tables set up, and uh, and my older brother was said to my dad, he goes, oh, why don't you sit over here? And I, Or he goes, why don't we just chill in the living room and, and host Passover? So I was like, yeah, why don't you go sit over there, and then we'll do the Seder from there, so... He, we sat, I mean, they sat in the living room. I sat at the table. <laughs> oh. I, I, my grandma and I were the only two sitting at the table, but. That's different. Yeah. Hey, but it, how was the food? 
Uh, the food was Passover food, exactly how I said last week. However, I was very... Oh, was, yes, continue. I was very, very shocked. My grandma made a roast beef, which she has never, ever made for us. Wow. Apparently, she only makes it for my uncle. Uh, and she made the roast beef, and it was... Which uncle? I mean, Steven? I only... No, Stuart. I only have one oh. uncle on that side. Oh, yeah. But the, the roast beef, I've never tasted anything like that. It was delicious. Wow. Yeah. Any uh, inside information as to how she cooked it? Uh, yeah, well, it's a kosher meat, so it's pre-salted, basically. And then you just put, which I forget what she put on it, actually. So, I, I mean, I did at one point know, but now I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But other than that, I mean, the food was was Passover food catered. Yeah. Yeah. How was your Passover? You know, it was uh, it was interesting. Um, well, I came home from Passover and unfortunately uh, found out that my grandma passed away uh, the day of Passover, the first night. So it was very um, tough to continue with Passover, but we still mustered enough energy to put together a Passover Seder just to kind of... Uh, keep the tradition going and try to keep our minds off of everything. Um, but yeah, very unfortunate that my grandma passed away. Uh, completely loved her. One of my best friends always went to her for guidance and everything like that. So many memories. Um, and yeah, but Passover was, it was Passover. It was good company. And then we had to go down to uh, Florida for uh, the funeral and everything like that. So it was very unfortunate and very, it was a tough, very, very tough, rough, sad week in my life, which I will, I have never experienced in my life before. And it's very unfortunate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but still back up at school and ready to record the podcast and keep the show running. Keep yeah. it going. The only online listening experience in the world today. Pro Wrestling Talk by <laughs> Pro Wrestling Fans. Which, by the way, I guess now you could uh, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash marking out 11, I think. I think you can take the C out. I don't know if you can. I think if you type it in, youtube.com slash marking out 11, it comes up. YouTube. Do we have? Do, do we, we have, have YouTube.com slash uh, marking out? YouTube.com slash marking out eleven did do it, but it just brought me to our marking out. It just brought us to YouTube.com slash user slash marking out one. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what the heck. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing you could do. You could go to YouTube.com slash marking out. Yeah. 11. Maybe it'll work. Who knows? It worked right here. So, sure. but uh, let's let's kick the show off with some independent wrestling results. On yeah, four twenty three, the April the twenty third, Progress Wrestling had their uh, the WWE Global Cruiserweight Tournament Series. Um, Qualifying or, matches? Yeah, qualifying matches. And uh, one of the matches, Zack Sabre Jr. qualified for the WWE Global Cruiserweight Series by defeating Morgan Webster. And then also qualifying was Jack Gallagher. Yeah. Um, 
both matches were very impressive. Uh, it seemed like they were really showing off Sabre Jr. and Gallagher in both matches, though. Yeah, WWE posted clips from them. Yeah. Uh, both look to have that like uh, British technical style, uh, especially with the submissions and everything like that. Very old school-ish um, in a way where uh, I feel like I've seen like uh, – Who's the who's some of the British wrestlers from the uh, back in the day? Like uh, like old school William Regal and uh, Dave Taylor. Well, yeah, what is it? Rocco. Rocco. Ro- right, roller, um, roller ball. Rocco. I have no I don't idea. Know. I don't know. But if that, if that's a real person, I've never I, heard of that. I forgot some of these guys that I've heard on like Cabana's podcast and then William Regal talking about them. I would go and look them up and then, but this is very similar to that style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that cruiserweight uh, tournament is really shaping up and it should be a lot of fun once it starts airing. Yeah. Hopefully we know some other people in it. Yeah. Um, also on the 23rd, we had Russell Pro taking place. Big deal, Greg Steele and Micah Jenkins picked up the victory over Team Espana defending the WrestlePro Tag Team Championships. Yeah, Club Taboo picks up the victory, retaining the titles. Uh, also there, uh, Tough Enough contestant Chelsea Green picked up the victory against Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah, um, former uh, NXT uh Appearance, I mean, not really, not really yeah. former. I mean, she's still not former. I mean, appears. here there she wrestles on NXT. So maybe one day we'll see that match again on NXT. Mm. Maybe. Um. Maybe you also had Chris Payne pick up a victory over the former. Uh, no, not former. Well, one of the former. Yeah, but different promotion now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So gotta. Got to correct it. So, Chris Payne picked up the victor over Mario Bokara after hitting Bokara with the nightstick when the referee was distracted. Yeah. So big victory by uh, Chris Payne. Yeah. Uh, up next, the aesthetic males took on and defeated Bobby Wayward, Nikos, Ricos, and the Golden Boy. Yeah, Gibbs, Charlie, and Dell got some uh, trio going over there. Yeah. Uh, you also had Delroy Alexander picking up a victory over Anthony Nice. Yeah. Um, I guess the match that the world is talking about. Pat Buck and Kevin Matthews picked up the victory against the Heavenly Bodies. Um, but during the match, it was, a, a, I guess, a victory by disqualification because Buster Jackson got involved uh, on behalf of the Bodies. And... That led to Pat Buck, Kevin Matthews, and Dennis Haskins, who plays uh, played Mr. Belding on Saved by the Bell, putting Buster Jackson through a table, kind of like yeah. the, kind of like the Shield would do. Very uh, interesting spot, cool yeah, spot. Buck and spot. Buck and Matthews were dressed as uh, the Bayside Tigers. Yeah, everyone was talking about that. I think I saw it on. Uh... Uh, did it make TMZ? It made um, it wasn't the, the guy think... that's from TMZ, right? Yeah, the pro pro wrestling Set. sheet. Yeah, um, I, I saw it, like news channels were picking it up. Yeah, it's crazy. Very cool stuff. Uh, Chris Avery Quailing picked up the victory over Johnny Clash in his uh, debut. Yeah, well, not debut. Uh, I think I think this was his debut. Uh, no, I think he wrestled the last event too. 
Did he? I believe I so. Was, I'm almost positive. Um, I don't know. But, but he did pick up another victory. Yeah. And speaking of picking up victories, Massage Envy picked up the victory against the Merry Men and Tights, Maxwell, Jacob Feinstein, and Joe Bronson, and the team of Habib and the Revolting Blob. You also had Matt Classic picked up the victory over CPA. Yeah, and the main event, you saw the champion, Matt McIntosh, pick up the victory against Falaba, Anthony Bowens, and Dan Moff. Yeah, so awesome event there. Go check out WrestlePro. Also, upcom- we got some upcoming wrestling events for you to check out. On May 6th, Evolve 60 in Joppa, Maryland. You're going to be seeing Chris Hero taking on Zack Sabre Jr. Drew Galloway will be taking on Ethan Page. Johnny Gargano will be taking on Marty Skrull. Uh, The Evolve Tag Team Championships are on the line. Drew Gulak and Tracy Williams will be defending the titles against Fred Yehi and TJ Perkins. Is that TJ Perkins, I think? Yeah, yeah, TJ Perkins. Caleb Conley will be taking on Leo Rush. Caleb Conley, uh, newly signed TNA wrestler. Yeah, congratulations to him. Yeah, congrats. Uh, Anthony Nice picked, uh, no, picked up the victory. Anthony Nice will be taking on Matt Riddle. Ooh, did Brandon just predict the future? I mean, maybe. I've, I've been known we don't know. to do that, so. Uh, the Bravado Brothers picked up the victory over the Devastation Corporation. It's hard to do that, huh? Yeah. Did you just predict the future? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, did I? I, I did, didn't I? Did I just say picked up the victory? You said, I think you said defeated. Mm, maybe. I don't know. But rest assured that did not happen. The Bravado Brothers will just be taking on <laughs> the Devastation Corporation. But you cannot rule it out. It may end up happening. Yes, and speaking of ending up happening, on May the 7th, Evolve 61 will be taking place in Woodside, Queens, New York. Drew Drew Galloway will be taking on Johnny Gargano. It's that damn gulak. It always is. I know. (laughs) I've done that so many times on the podcast. It's always always gulak. I know. The Global Cruiserweight Series U.S. qualifying match is going to be taking place as Drew uh, Gulak will be taking on Tracy Williams. How how does that work? It's just like in our minds. I know. Uh, Also in that Global Cruiserweight Series for – for WWE will be Fred Yehi taking on TJ Perkins. Yeah, so very interesting. The night before, both men will be teaming up together. The yeah. day after, they're both com- uh, in both matches. They're competing for WWE uh, um, exposure. You also have Marty Skrull taking on Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, what else do we have? Leo Rush taking on Matt Riddle. Yeah, Chris Dickinson will be taking on Ethan Page. And Milk Chocolate taking on Bravado Brothers. Milk Chocolate may be replaced on this card. Yeah. I'm not too sure, but I think Brendan Watts, unfortunately, was injured at Beyond Wrestling recently. So keep your eye on that match. Yeah. Uh, Also on the 7th of May, up in Canada, Niagara Falls to be exact. Yes, at the Scotiabank Center. Uh, House of Hardcore 14 will be taking place. Um, we got Cody Diener taking on a mystery opponent. You got Bull James taking on Eddie Kingston. Colt Cabana will be taking on Chris Hero. 
You got Moose taking on Rhino. In an extreme three-way match, RJ City will be taking on Alex Reynolds and Tony Nese. I don't think Alex Reynolds and Tony Nese can ever escape this three-way match that they're always paired up in. Like, recently, they're so good against each other without that extra wrestler. But I feel like since House of Hardcore, everyone's been putting them together more and more yeah. uh, in a three-way match. Uh, you have an Extreme Rules mixed tag match as Tommy Dreamer and Mickey James team up to take on Pepper Parks and Cherry Bomb. Yeah. And in the main event, it was an all, what was it, Ottawa, maybe? I'm not sure. I forget what it was billed as. But the main event, we'll be seeing Bobby Roode taking on Eric Young with a special guest referee, uh, that being Jimmy Corderas, former WWE referee. There you also have May 8th, Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling present Global Wars in Chicago Ridge, Illinois. You're going to be seeing Jushin Liger and Cheeseburger taking on the addiction. Yeah, um, even before the pay-per-view actually starts, they have the Woman of Honor match between Kelly Klein versus uh, Crazy Mary Dobson. Yeah, you can't forget about Women of Honor. Uh, you also have Alex Shelley and Chris Saban and Matt Seidel and Kushida taking on the Young Bucks, Gorillas and Gorillas of Destiny, which is Tama Tonga and Tonga Roa. Yeah, uh, Kyle O'Reilly will be taking on the IWGP heavyweight champion, Naito. Nice. You got Michael Elgin and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Okada and Moose. Yeah, the Ring of Honor World Television Championship will be on the line. Um... Is Ishii is the television champion? Yeah. Ishii will be taking on Bobby Fish. Yeah, you also have the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship on the line as War Machine take on the Briscoe Brothers. Hopefully War Machine will win. Yeah. I like them. Uh, and the main event, presumably the main event, the Ring of Honor World Championship will be on the line. Jay Lethal will be defending that title against Colt Cabana. Wow, that's... I wonder is this Cole Cabana's return to Ring of Honor? Because I mean, they've like had full? they had their yeah because they had their big fallout. Well, I mean, full, uh, full the return. Few years. Full return, I guess you would say. Yeah, I'm not too sure. This may be his first match in. No, he like, had during Mania weekend. For Ring of Honor, though. Yep. Or was it for? I believe it was for Ring of Honor. I I think it was for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so I guess they. Uh, patched up whatever differences they had. Yeah, it's a never-say-never in professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, Some outside-the-ring news for you to listen to right now. John Cena has announced that he will be returning on May 30th, which is going to be the Memorial Day episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, returning to WWE television on Memorial Day. Mm. Um, Some other stuff news. Uh, Ric Flair... I have no idea what what the actual incident was, but he there were rumors that came out that he was intoxicated, causing a scene at the airport, that he was detained at the airport, um, and then there were conflicting reports that he had tripped over luggage or something and was bleeding so bad that he was uh, being held off his flight to get cleaned up. A.K.A. his suit jacket tried to uh, attack him. So but I have, he's okay. Yeah, I have no idea what's... The yeah, deal. from uh, what I was reading before, he's still uh, boarded. 
and there, he was not intoxicated or anything like that. So uh, take everything that you read with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, keep it on the Ric Flair. Ric Flair also told Natalia to kill herself in a promo on SmackDown. Uh, they obviously removed this. They edited this uh this line out of the uh, promo. Yeah, which they did a very good job at editing it out. Like, I heard, I heard, like, I saw a clip of somebody recorded it from SmackDown on YouTube. Yeah. Or Instagram or whatever it was. And then actually having watched SmackDown, knowing where the part was, no, it was totally like, you wouldn't, wow. have, you would have never known he said that. Yeah. Um, talking about editing some things out, uh, these two people are edited out of the roster. Uh, Rich Brennan and Kyle Edwards have been released by the WWE, which so we wish them the best of luck in their future endeavors. I, I don't understand how you get rid of Kyle Edwards but keep Greg Hamilton. I do. I do not even know who that guy is. Yeah, see, but who Rich Rich Brennan. No, no, really. Who good, is good he? Written's. Uh, Greg Hamilton does uh, the announcing for house shows and maybe NXT also. Interesting. But he was so annoying. Well, Rich Brennan, uh, best of luck to you. But, I think, Brandon, you're happy about that still. I mean, not happy that somebody lost their job, but happy that someone who doesn't know how to call wrestling or <laughs> know anything about professional wrestling. Yeah. But uh, WWE recently also hired Andrea DeMarco, but there's no word if she's going to be replacing uh, Rich Brennan and Kyle Edwards. She was a uh, <laughs> former Miami Dolphins cheerleader, but she's also worked for a few TV stations in Florida. All right, very interesting. Uh, we'll definitely be keeping you up to date with that. Yeah. Also, keeping you up to date, spoiler alert. At the WWE NXT TV tapings, Eric Young, EY, made his debut, uh, not in ring, but made his presence felt as he interrupted the WWE NXT champion, Samoa Joe. Actually, uh, he did also make his in-ring debut. Oh, he did? He actually had a match? Yeah, later on against Samoa Joe. Oh, I didn't but, know that he did it all... Yeah, but we won't say what happened until it actually happens. Yeah, we won't tell you who won. But very interesting, Eric Young making his debut. I'm curious about Bobby Roode. When are we going to see him? We saw him on screen at Dallas, and we haven't heard anything about him since. Yeah, well, he went back to TNA to finish up his stuff, and uh, him and Eric Young just dropped titles there, so... That's very true. I assume soon. Yeah. It's a shame James Storm went back. Yeah, right? I don't know why, what must have been going on in his mind. But well, I guess yeah. money-wise, money probably, but... Yeah. Um, but speaking of TNA, TNA also uh, signed Allison K. She's going to be wrestling under the name Sienna. So. Yeah. And then as we previously mentioned, Caleb Conley. And then they announced that they re-signed... Uh, Robbie E. Yeah, well, I specifically didn't write that or even want to note that because I think that's the dumbest thing when they announce <laughs> so-and-so re-signed. Like, yeah, I think that's stupid. I'm not a fan that they actually they announced the signing of Allison Kay and then threw, had her picture on there. And then for Caleb Conley, it's just like, we have also signed Caleb Conley 
and just put his name in bold and like enlarged it. No picture. Yeah. So intro. Oh, did you see about the TNA botch? Which? With uh, China. When yeah, they- I did see yeah. that. Yes, I did. They yeah, had, they had the wrong air, uh, wrong year. Yeah, for her date of birth. Um, so like, someone, like, how do you even like? How someone may want to like cross check their information before putting it out there. But and I love that Dixie Carter tweet. Whether or not I don't know if that's legit because I'm late to the party. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's the funniest thing. Where she, uh, I guess it was Wednesday night, when Tuesday night, whenever TNA airs, she wrote huge main event tonight. At Ethan Carter, TNA versus at Real Mike Bennett must end in pinball or submission. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the funniest thing. Who doesn't like a pinball or submission finish to a match? <laughs> it's like oh. it's like you can either tap out or play play your opponent in pinball and win. Bow, bow, bow. Which, can you even play somebody? Yeah, well, I guess you could yeah, play, you someone, can play in someone in pinball. That's never never that not never that into pinball. I I like playing pinball back in the day. It just I was never I was never good at it, but I like playing. Like I would I wouldn't mind owning some pinball machines. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I know, like I like the sometimes. I mean, they're themed mostly. Back in the day, they used to have a WWF one. Uh huh. They used to have. well, Jurassic Park, Kiss, uh, Adam's Family, uh, Monster Mash, I think, had one. They yeah. had a ton. Indiana Jones. I know more recently, some, like they, they just um, – somebody made a WWE, two WWE ones. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. But I don't know where – like where do pinball machines exist even? Arcades or like in basements. Ar- arcades, arcades of the past. I don't know. I, I feel in, like arcades these days are just overpriced. I walk, Unless you go to like something like a barcade. I don't know. I don't even know the prices of barcade. I haven't been, but I think that they're just like quarter plays like the old days. I don't know. But I, I went to Dave and Buster's the other day. And oh, rip off. I mean, I don't, I don't play games there, but it's just I don't – I was blown away with the stuff that they had. I what do you walk, mean? Like, because the last time I was in there, there were so many more new machines in there. Uh-huh. I, like, there was, like, a Star Wars, like, I don't know, death machine? Is that a thing? I, maybe. I have no idea. There was, like, a Star Wars, like, virtual reality, like, shooting game. There was a Batman driving game. That's like, cool. I thought that was the coolest thing. They had Mario Kart now, again. Really? Yeah, like, new Mario Kart. Yeah, but they charge so much, like, for one game. People don't realize, like, they go by the point system. So, by, for one game, you're probably paying, like, between uh, $1.50 to $2 to play. Yeah, and come to find out, they no longer do tickets. They do, it's all on your card now. Wow. I was so offended. <laughs> it's, like, not really offended, but, like, like kids these days are going to grow up and be like, what's a ticket? Why does that slot say ticket? Yeah, I and mean, it's, like it's back in so my much, day. so rewarding to put those tickets in, like, that, that scale. Yeah, now you're just like, oops, like, oh, you have 10 tickets. What what could you get with the 10 tickets? You can't even get the finger trap. No, I mean, you can't even get one of the sticky hands to throw against a wall. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool. I mean, if you have enough tickets, you could get a PS4. 
Yeah, you're going to have to be playing a lot of games. <laughs> you can get a, a ninja bullet. What's that? that? The blender, that the bullet. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I don't know who goes into Dave and Buster's. Is like, is like, is there somebody that adult that like, oh, I'm going to save up enough tickets so I get a ninja bullet blender? Probably. Or maybe the kid's like, oh, my mother is coming up Mother's Day. Maybe I'm going to buy her this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would never, as a child, I would never go into Dave and Buster's and be like, what's this magic bullet? I'm going to get this. Or ninja bullet, whatever it is. Yeah. PS4, yeah. It's, it's an impossible dream, though. But Yeah, you have to spend a lot of money to get those. You're best off just buying it outside the store. I'm, but... I mean, depending on... I mean, there, you could hit jackpot over and over again. Yeah, chances my, are. My brother, I don't know, man. My brother and his friend go. We used to go like a bunch always a few years ago, and literally, I went with them, and every single time they they played the machine it was jackpot. Very interesting. Every single time they played was jackpot. Wow. So, all right, let's take a break, and we'll be back here on Marking Out. Hi, this is Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell, and you're listening to Markin' Out. And we're back. Now it's time to talk about some sports entertainment here on Markin' Out. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Oh, come on. Keep it going. Keep it going. They would love Monday Night <laughs> Monday Night Raw kicked off with Shane McMahon coming out, opening the show. Definitely definitely does not get old hearing Here Comes the Money. No, I'm so happy to see him back on WWE television as a reoccurring um, uh, figure. Yeah, uh, but Shane McMahon was out there, and Stephanie McMahon ended up making her return, uh, for, I guess for the first time since WrestleMania, and she made the announcement that this was Shane McMahon's last week running Raw, as, as Vince McMahon has a huge announcement at Payback for uh, who will actually be running Raw from then on, so... I'm sure Vince McMahon's going to shock the world and say Donald Trump. Shane McMahon. Hey, you never know. Hey, maybe they're going to go with that Sting angle that yeah. we've been pitching for a long time. Maybe it's going to be Sting. Yeah, maybe. I but. doubt that, but I, actually, no, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely doubt that. But, yeah, so then Shane McMahon had Stephanie escorted out by security, so. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had your first match of the evening. AJ Styles picking up a victory over Sheamus. Yeah. Um, nothing much about this match stands out to me. Not really. Why wasn't the League of Nations at ringside for this? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I, I know that Sheamus, Sheamus took the phenomenal forearm very well. Yeah. Um, it was a nice back-and-forth match. But yeah. at the end, it was that phenomenal forearm putting away Sheamus. Yeah, and uh, afterwards, the Brother Club came out and just stood at the top of the stage. Yeah. And, of course, I'm going to be just 
trying to call them the Brother Club from now on. There's no official title for them yet. I call them Guns and Gallows still. Yeah, when were they ever called Guns and Gallows? Because I, I, I can't find anything on the internet from that. I don't know. So it, like, may I don't know just like, been, it may have just <laughs> been me making up it, but I wouldn't even give myself that much credit. But like for a long time, I've been saying Guns and Gallows now. Yeah. So I don't know if that's because of you, because I, when I Googled it, I couldn't find anything. I don't know. I don't. I think I they said it on TV. Well, when we watched the um, uh, New Japan. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. But they did not do anything. They just stood at the top of the ramp. And then they moved on backstage to where Roman Reigns was. And the Usos made their way into the locker room. And they were like, yo, we got your back. Sometimes the one needs help from the all. And Reigns was like, yeah. Well, sometimes the all need help from the one. Ooh. Which, like, come on. It's it's got to seem a lot more like Roman Reigns is in charge of the Brother Club. Yeah, Roman Reigns is a good brother. I think that you really uh, predicted something that could come true. Yeah, I've seen some stuff about Guns and Gallows. Are you? Yeah, but not not too much. But usually when I type it in, it's guns and then the letter N, Gallows. Hmm. Maybe that's why. So, but speaking of tag teams from New Japan, did you see the new, uh, this is totally random, but did you see the new pro wrestling t-shirt for the Elite? Uh, no. It's for, um, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Uh-huh. At the top of the shirt, it says, a new day is here or something like that. <laughs> and then it's them posing and underneath it says the Elite. But... Speaking of New Day, New Day made their way out uh, into the ring to talk about the tag team titles tournament uh, and the match of payback between the Vaude Villains and Endzone Cass. Um, Vaude Villains made their way out and didn't have their standard WWE entrance with the uh, Carnival Barker to begin yeah. with. They just they played their music and the screen turned black and white and they came out. Which I, I think that takes away from their characters, but... I think it definitely takes away from their characters. Maybe it was a time problem, but overall, I feel like their entrance is a lot of who they are. Yeah. Um, Enzo and Cass came out also. Um, I guess the only real thing to note here is that Simon Gotch is annoying. <laughs> uh, it ended with New Day saying that they're still going to be tag team champions after... or. Wait, are there yeah. are there two matches for that? Oh, they may be facing New Day the night of Payback, like probably maybe right after their match. Like I mean, they may have that finals match and then be like, have New Day come out and be like, and your match starts now. Or maybe that they're just gonna still be that they were still just gonna be champions because there's no match. <laughs> it could be that too. Yeah, I don't know. Could be that too. Um, next up, you had Guns and Gallows pick the victory over the Usos, uh, using the magic killer. Uh, like, as if it wasn't already surreal seeing Guns and Gallows first show up on Raw a few weeks ago, to actually see them wrestle was even mm. more, like, unreal. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, it's very cool. It's so weird seeing, like, Luke Gallows back with them, like, no mention of... Festus. Not even Festus. He was Luke Gallows in WWE also. Yes, that is very true. 
That was when he was with uh, CM Punk, right? Yeah, in the Strange yeah. Society with Joey yeah. Mercury and uh, Serena. Sienna. Uh, Serena. <laughs> Serena, yeah. yeah. But uh, I liked Anderson working Jay's injured shoulder throughout the whole match. And yeah. uh, after the match, though, they continued attacking the Usos. And Roman Reigns ran down to get them to stop. AJ Styles, um, after this, was being interviewed backstage about payback. And that's when the Brother Club came in. It's like, they're still teasing. Yeah, Roman yeah. Reigns is, is that. They're still teasing this whole Brother Club. AJ Styles and, and them being in cahoots. AJ mm-hmm. Styles, they said to him, like, we know you don't need us. But we're we're there. Yeah. We're we're just going so, to even the odds. We're not gonna cost you your title. Hey, it's gonna be interesting to keep this watching. Um next up you had Sami Zayn pick the victory over Rusev without the League of Nations once again. Yeah. Um Sammy won uh, with a quick roll up. And then yeah, nothing and then, really else to note. And then Lana threw her shoes at him. Yeah, who does that? Who throws a shoe? She's done it multiple. She did it the last time too, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens attacked Sami Zayn on the ramp after that, also. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking forward to Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens on yeah. payback. Without a doubt. I still think this is a wasted pay per view. But um, you know what? I don't think it's a wasted pay per view. I think that it's going to be entertaining, though. Watch. Yeah, but wasted as in like there's two in May because March didn't have a pay per view and April uh-huh. was WrestleMania. Now the beginning of 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 May is a pay per view, and then three weeks after that is a pay per view. Yeah, it could be oversaturated of the pay per views, but you know if it gets people to order the WWE Network, then do it up. Yeah. Well. Uh, up after that, Apollo Crews defeated Stardust. Um, uh, even before the match, Apollo Crews and Stardust were backstage, and Crews was saying that it's an honor to to be stepping into the ring with Stardust because of Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty Rhodes is the person that even that was the person that named Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah. uh, I mean, you, you really you can't say anything new about an Apollo Crews match. No, there's just nothing, there's, there's no, nothing new to the table. There's no character development, and it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's slowly failing, but... It's definitely not failing, but I'm not, it doesn't have my attention. Which, doesn't that mean it's failing? Yes, some would say yes. That is correct. So. Yeah. Up after uh, that, Dean Ambrose was cutting a promo about everything... Chris Jericho does that Dean Ambrose doesn't, uh, and then called Jericho out, and Jericho came out, cut a heel promo. It's the same shtick that we've been seeing from him on and off for the past nine years. Yeah. And then that's when they ended up brawling, and Jericho put Ambrose in the walls of Jericho on the announce table. To which, I mean, if you're uh, an owner of the news sites... That's when Paige and Chris Jericho got into a Twitter argument. Yeah, but I'm not a. I still don't like his new. I mean, the new. It's not new, but I miss the old uh, Walter of Jericho, the Lion Tamer yeah. one. 
the, the, the actual line tamer. Yeah, I missed that one. Not the Boston Crab. Uh, next up, you had Natalia pick up a victory over Emma. Yeah. Um, not much to note here. Emma looked like she was ready to pick up the victory, but then while they were showing a uh, replay of something that took place during the match, Natalia uh, got Emma to her back and locked in the sharpshooter. Yeah, uh, um, Charlotte was on commentary here. Mm-hmm, with uh, uh, Ric Flair. Uh, but, like, firstly, um, they they kept asking Charlotte if she was scared or whatever because Bret Hart will be in Natalia's corner, which my question is always going to lead to, why would that have any effect on her since we've seen the exact same match two almost two years ago in NXT? Yeah. What like what what does Bret Hart bring to the table? Yeah. Secondly, on the on in regards to Bret Hart, Bret Hart went on the record and said that he doesn't even want to be at Payback. I think that's hilarious. But uh, he said out of respect for Natalia, he's he's gonna he, he that's why he's doing it. Yeah, I'm curious if he was even told that this was going to be happening. They're like, oh yeah, of course Bret will do it. Yeah, we'll be like, yeah, let's name drop Brett and try to get him in so this way he can't back out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, breaking news, Brett Hart backs out of payback. Yeah, and now Natalia released. Yeah, but uh, also in regards to the match, well, post-match, I guess, um, even though Emma was off camera and bar- or barely on camera and in the background after the match, she's still sold the fact that she just was in a sharpshooter and tapped out. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You mean someone actually sold being in the sharpshooter? Yeah. I mean, after the fact, at least. Wow. As you opposed see that, to, Charlotte? As opposed to just rolling out and wooing. And being okay. Yeah. So, next up, you had Baron Corbin making his entrance only to be cut off by Dolph Ziggler. Um, Ziggler getting the upper hand on Corbin during this brawl. Yeah, definitely. Or just, did he even, did he just took him out on the ramp? Yeah, it wasn't even really, it was a, wasn't even really much, it was a one-sided brawl. All Corbin was doing was pushing Ziggler away, and Ziggler just keep on having at him. And, uh, Corbin finally broke away while the referees were holding back Ziggler. Yeah. Uh, after that, Miz and Maurice were out talking about the Intercontinental Championship. Which, of course, led Cesaro to come out and also speak about the title. Um, Miz led Maurice out of the ring and went to get out of the ring himself, turned around and ran into an uppercut. That was actually pretty sick, though. It was, yeah. And Maurice then got back in the ring to prevent Cesaro from locking the swing on him. Uh All right, let's talk about some... Main event. Of the main event. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns picked up the victory over Alberto Del Rio. Which I couldn't even believe was a match again. I yeah. really... No League of Nations, by the way. Yeah, but uh, the Brother Club came out, and uh, Del Rio almost picked up a victory there. But Roman Reigns kicked out and hit a spear. And yeah. that's, that's when Guns and Gallows attacked Roman Reigns which led AJ Styles to run down to stop them. And they got out of the ring. They backed off, and AJ turned around. Roman Reigns hit him with a Superman punch. And that's when Guns and Gallows got back in the ring to 
battle with Reigns. Yeah, which Reigns took them out, and uh, Raw ended after Well, AJ. no, 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 no. Uh, didn't the... Oh, maybe I'm confusing it with SmackDown. Didn't the Usos come out, or was that SmackDown? That was SmackDown. Well, jumping ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so it ended with AJ hitting the phenomenal forearm mm-hmm. on Roman Reigns. Yeah. And that was that. Now, uh, now moving on to SmackDown. Yeah. Roman Reigns cut a promo about how he knows AJ Styles and the Brother Club are together and called them out. But Miz and Maurice came out instead. Uh, That's why. Why do you call it the Brother Club? The Brother Club is uh, TJ Marconi, Stockade, and their group. That's what they call themselves? Yeah, that's what they've been calling themselves. They're the Brother Club. I don't where know. Did you get, that's definitely where you heard Brother Club from. Then I mean, that's it just, just it just registered to me. Yeah, well, that's I guess it, like with like Braden Knight and all of them, they're the Brother Club. I guess because the uh, jackets of Guns and Gallows say GB for life, which is Good Brothers. So I just said Brother Club. Uh, Still BC instead of Bullet Club, but Brother Club. <laughs> So, yeah. But uh, Miz came out and Reigns knocked him out of the ring. Um, after that, the League of Nations were being interviewed backstage by Renee Young. And they spoke about how they kicked the weak link, that being King Barrett, out of the group. And uh, again, they said that no three-man team could beat them. Which yeah, is, they seem pretty uh, united. Which is so stupid because of the fact that they all got... They're, they they all got beat at WrestleMania by Stone Cold, Cactus Jack, and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So I don't know why how like why are they so confident that no three man team can beat them? Which led into Kalisto, Sami Zayn, and Cesaro being a mystery team to take take them on and defeat them. But it was by countout as the it became a team a a game of numbers as the match progressed. Another num- another member of the League of Nations dropped out. Yeah, well, Rusev and Del Rio were tagging each other in themselves throughout the match, and they started to shove each other at one point. Sheamus got in the ring. More shoving took place. Del Rio walked out. He's like, I'm, I'm gone. Bye. Which, yeah. which uh, Sheamus went off the top rope and hit Rusev by mistake after that. And they, they again started to shove each other. Rusev left. He goes, I don't need this. And then Sheamus also eventually left. And that's when they were shown backstage afterwards. They were all talking and then talking. Rusev attacked Del Rio and Sheamus attacked Rusev. And they they were like, this is it. We're done. We're splitting up on a tape smackdown. Yeah. Which is also stupid Del Rio when I guess they were overseas on the last tour, Del Rio gave an interview and said, oh, yeah, the only reason why we were together was for WrestleMania and we're splitting up. Yeah, I didn't like that. And then I also didn't like that the referee was trying to throw out, I think, Kalisto or focusing on them instead of throwing out, like, the two other, the two illegal men that were in the ring for League of Nations. Yeah, well. I thought that was, like, a ass spot because the referee threw out the face and then he turned around and he was just like, oh, yeah, no, you guys deal with your differences. Yeah. Um, next up, you had Baron Corbin pick up a victory over Damian Sandow. This was nothing. 
No. Sandow. Sandow deserves so much better than this. But I, I understand. Within the year. I, I hope not. But, like, I understand, like, it's enhancement at this point. Like, we need somebody to make Corbin look good. So we're, we're yeah. going to give him people Zach who Ryder, Yeah. Ziggler. But I'm beginning to think Corbin... I mean, Corbin improved so much, but still, 100%, he's not he's not ready for television. No. He's not ready for a main roster spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next after that, Dean Ambrose was cutting a promo on Chris Jericho and their match at Payback, which then led into him hosting the Ambrose Asylum with Natalia, which uh, this is what we spoke about earlier. Um, how they edit out Ric Flair saying, kill yourself. But uh, Charlotte and Ric Flair came out. They went back and forth. I still, I don't get how Bret Hart makes a difference. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Yeah. Um, Very stupid. After that, Enzo Amore and Big Cass picked up the victory against uh, Social Outcast, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Um... I don't. I don't really get how Enzo and Cass had to wrestle, but the Vaude villains just—they came out during the match to just stand at the top of the ramp. Well, I mean, Vaude villains. Who wants to really watch their match? Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone—the people to see—is Enzo and Cass. People want to hear their edges. People want to see them in action. So, but I think the uh, the big thing from this was the what. Nothing. <laughs> the big thing from this was uh, commentary. New Day sat on Dude. commentary by themselves. It was awesome. They made uh, Byron Saxton sit to the side of the table. With his legs crossed. Yeah, I don't know where Jerry Lawler and whoever else is on commentary went. But it was just it was just New Day on commentary. And it was, it was completely epic. Yeah, they kind of reminded me of the hyenas from Lion King. That's funny you said that because I thought the exact same thing. I'm not even joking. I thought the exact same thing because they were all doing the those different voices and everything. And I thought that they sounded like the hyenas, the three hyenas from Lion King. Yeah. But uh, Heath Slater, in this match at least, tried to get involved uh, more than once and ended up getting a big boot uh, the last time he tried to get involved by Cass and they hit the alley-oop to win. Yeah. I liked how Enzo ran to his corner to tag Cass. That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was interesting. They were like, oh, and a running tag. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, you can't really praise New Day for that commentary enough. Yeah. That was amazing. It was fun. Uh-huh. Next up, you had a backstage segment featuring Gold Dust, R-Truth, and the gorgeous, the Prince of Pretty. Tyler Breeze. Yeah, Goldust went to speak to our truth about the golden truth. And that's when Tyler Breeze walked in and our truth is like, yeah, so we're now the gorgeous truth. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. Our truth had a, a literal selfie stick. Yeah. A, a stick with his iPhone taped to it. That was um, hilarious. And then Fandango walked in and consoled Goldust afterwards. Yeah, with a lot of... Uh... Hip movement. Yeah, very, like, I don't know what, like... I, yeah, I don't get it, but super, okay. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, we saw the match of Apollo Crews and Stardust again 
So happy same, to see this match again. Same outcome. All they did was change the the ring apron and the the lighting color. Yeah. I don't under, like. Well, I don't mm, like. Well, I don't. I'm not. I got nothing. There's no match progression. I don't understand what what that is. I don't understand. I got that. nothing. But I'm very happy that they dropped the entire Stephen Amell versus Stardust because that was getting no steam at all. No, maybe and maybe that was complete sarcasm because that had a lot of steam behind it and. Now you're booking Stardust versus in the, all of these matches, and you're like, if you ever bring in Stephen Amell to face Stardust, what? Who cares? What is that? Uh, you're gonna care. Oh yeah, no, I'll still care. So but, maybe yeah. maybe SummerSlam, Brooklyn again, Barclay Center, second year in a row. Stephen Amell will wrestle. Who knows? Uh. But the main event of the evening was Roman Reigns taking on Miz. Uh, in winning efforts by Roman Reigns, um, AJ Styles sat ringside for this, and uh, at one point they got in. I guess AJ stood up. Yeah, AJ people. got right into the ring. I think not right in the ring. They were just stood up outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Led to uh, Miz going to hit the skull crushing finale, but Roman Reigns got out of that, hit the spear. And uh, that's afterwards. That's when AJ got in the ring. And yeah, that's yeah. A- again stared each other down, and that's when the the Good Brother Club. What do I call them? I would call them Guns and Gallows. Good Good Brother for Life came out. I like Guns and Gallows. Guns and Gallows came out, and uh, Roman Reigns attacked them, only to have them attack him. AJ literally just stood there looking disappointed. Yeah, like, he's he, shaking nothing, his head. He was just like, "What." What do you want me to do? I'm telling my friends to stop. They're not stopping. Yeah. Okay. And that's when the Usos came in. Yeah. They uh, broke up that brawl, taking out the bullet, uh, the guns and gallows. And then AJ Styles bumped into one no, of them. No, AJ, AJ was just standing there. And he's just yeah, no. disappointed. And AJ tried to talk to Jimmy. And Jimmy attacked him. He which which led to this super kick. Yeah, which led to AJ fighting back, and then Roman Reigns hit Gallows with a spear because AJ got out of the way. Well, or did Gallows move AJ out of the way? I think Gallows yeah. may have taken one for him, taking a hit that's from the what, team. That's what commentary said. But I mean, that, hey, look back at the replay. Gallows gave him a quick shove to the side and took that spear. Well, Leading to AJ going for that uh, Styles clash on Roman Reigns, only to be tossed to the outside of the ring. And then rocking, did he rock him? No, he was going to go for the flying elbow, it looked like. But then uh, Reigns went for that Superman punch, but AJ dropped off of the ring apron. Yeah, he ducked the Superman punch. Yeah. But I, I think the end of SmackDown was a way better lead into the pay per view than Raw was. Yeah, no, I agree. So, but uh, getting away from SmackDown and Raw, we have a pay-per-view coming up. Uh, Yeah, we do. WWE Payback taking place in Rosemont, Illinois. I refuse to say Chicago. At the All-State Arena. Um, First off, they they announced the kickoff match on Raw, which is just so... I mean, can it be disrespectful to us being fans? I don't understand. Like they, it's it's Kalisto versus Ryback for the WWE United States Championship. Why? I don't understand 
I mean, Ryback wasn't on Raw. Ryback wasn't on SmackDown. You've had Kalisto in these tag matches doing nothing with the title. Yeah. I'm not understanding why this is a match again. Is, is, it, is it a shot at Ryback? I don't know. But I'm going to be going with Kalisto. I don't know about this. I mean, I want to see Kalisto win. But I, I mean, I just don't. I I'm gonna say Kalisto too though. I'm just oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say Kalisto. But like I could still see Ryback. like what's what's the point? What like where's why does he get the match again? I don't get it. And this just makes the United States Championship look like a joke. It's yeah, absurd. It should be on the main this this opener match should be Corbin Ziggler. Absolutely. Or it no, should that's, be No, it's yeah, just it that. that. It's just that. Yeah, the only match that should be on the pre show. Again, no offense to Dolph Ziggler, is Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. I mean, the only way that you can do this, right now they don't have New Day booked, but you could have had the number one contendership on the pre-show and then have the winner face New Day on the main card. Yeah, that's awesome. Kind of like you're earning your shot to be on the main card. But speaking of Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin, I am going to go with Baron Corbin, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on Baron Corbin. It's tough to go against the new guy. Uh, especially when you're trying to uh, build him up and everything. So, uh, you also had the WWE Tag Team Title Number One Contendership Tournament Final on the uh, on the line happening. Uh, Big Cass and Enzo Amore taking on the Vaude Villains. I'm going with Cass and uh, Enzo. Unfortunately, I'm going to be going with the Vaude Villains. Wow! I, it's right. just like I, I, I can't like. I don't know. Enzo and Cass are so over right now that that's just something WWE would do. Yeah. All right. I agree. I could see that. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. What kind of match is this? I'm going to go with... I'm going to say Dean Ambrose, even though Dean Ambrose just hasn't done anything. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose, too. I think that I would like Chris Jericho to win, but I see Dean Ambrose winning. Uh, next up, you have Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn. I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. I it's too. Been a, I feel like it's been a while since I've seen him pick a big victory. I, too, was going to say Kevin Owens, but I don't know. Then where does that leave Zayn? That's what I don't know. This could be a long-time feud. I'm just going to I'm gonna say Zayn. All right. And uh, for the WWE Women's Championship... We have Charlotte with Ric Flair in her corner versus Natalia with Bret Hart in her corner. Um, they this say is probably the toughest match to call. They say this is going to be the match of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they say this is going to be the greatest women's match of all time because Bret Hart's involved and Ric Flair's at ringside and it's Natalia versus Charlotte. Seven. Yeah, we've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to... I, I don't I like I can't see Natalia winning. I'm gonna say Charlotte. It's like is Charlotte like what does that even mean then if she loses? I don't. You know what? I'm. It, it doesn't make sense to me. But I'm gonna go with Natalia. It doesn't make sense to me at all. But I'm gonna pick her. I just figure. Main... I just figure that they're gonna have. They're gonna have like. I don't know how many months do we have left till SummerSlam. That is true. Three months till su- till SummerSlam. So, say Charlotte holds on to it, and then let maybe Becky comes back in the picture, or Sasha comes back in the picture. 
Because where's Sasha been? She's not been anywhere. Uh-uh. And I'm still waiting for Becky Lynch versus Emma. They keep doing these backstage segments, teasing it. Yeah. That don't even air on SmackDown or Raw. It just airs on the after show. I'm waiting for that. But uh, well, for I'm going to go with Natalia. Yeah, well, I'm sticking with Charlotte. But for the Intercontinental Championship, we have The Miz taking on Cesaro. Uh, again, Cesaro being number one contender. It just seems like that happened so many times. I'm sticking with Miz. I'm going to go with Cesaro. I think that they're, they're going to go with The Miz. But wishful thinking, I'll go with Cesaro. Mm. And in the main event of the evening, you have the WWE champion, Roman Reigns, taking on AJ Styles. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. I'm saying Roman Reigns too, but the bigger question is, do we see Guns and Gallows finally align with Roman Reigns? What if... We finally see that wait, your prediction from back well, then. Before, then wait, wait, wait. Yes. Before you go on with what you're saying, with what you say, um, at the NXT house show after Finn Balor lost the title, he was saying, "I'll see you on Monday." Never showed up on Monday. Yeah. So, were you gonna say something about Finn Balor? Yeah, I was going to say, what if he comes in to team up with AJ Styles to take on the Guns and Gallows? Now, who would be the third person, given that Roman Reigns is there? Or does Roman Reigns move on to someone else? I don't know. How does that work? I don't know. I'm not too sure. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, though. Who else is in the uh, Good Brother for Life Club? Nobody else, um, right? Not in WWE. Hmm. Not in WWE. But that is payback. A lot of matches we have different. Do we? So, yeah, we have four matches called different. One, two, three. Yeah, four matches different. So it will be interesting to see who comes out as the victor. So um, who else could possibly... Like I don't, I don't, I don't see. Like, how do you have three on two? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. It's crazy that Balor was in the Bullet Club for like such a short amount of time compared to everyone else. Yeah, but he also helped kickstart it. I mean, yeah, no, given the given the fact that he was the leader, but yeah, but the, I mean, then Anderson was a leader and AJ was the leader. I don't think Anderson was ever a leader. I I think he was i don't know i think him and aj were like co-leaders maybe no i i put aj as the leader Uh, during that time i don't know but maybe maybe somebody's gonna make his debut maybe kurt angle will join the brother club hey who knows (laughs) you never know the club the brother club the the good brother club the good the the brother i don't know good brothers for life I mean, there's already a brother club. You can't take that. It's WWE. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, but... They, they could literally, if they want somebody to be, I don't know, who's something from the independents. I don't know. I don't know. Trent Beretta. No, well, that's an awful... Because he was Trent Beretta in WWE. Okay, that was a bad, <laughs> bad uh, choice. If, if oh. they want a new wrestler to be Chuck Taylor, then they're getting a new wrestler to be Chuck Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. 
But uh, those are the predictions. Now it's time to ask Dave for shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Ref Lewis at Ref underscore Lewis underscore NYWC. Also go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Also go follow our broski, your broski, Eric at Montreal Broski. Also go check him out. Go check out the uh, his first thing in the morning YouTube live play videos. Finally, yeah, get he also that, uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say he also has the 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 Love Shack new edition new show. I mean, yeah, giving out love advice. Hey, who who better to be giving out advice than him? Yeah, and I, mean, I and I like this the song Love Shack by B Fifty Twos. I have to say, and yeah. a, a fun fact for professional wrestling fans who don't know that is actually where Mick Foley got the Cactus Jack Bang Bang from. Oh, yeah. Really? There's a. A lyric, a part in the song where it says bang, bang. Bang, bang. On your head, I think. Something like that. But. Maybe. But, yeah, um, he plays Emily Wants to Play, the horror game. Ton of which, uh, jump scares. Which, like, who, why is that a thing? Why is that such a game? I don't know. I, I suggested it to him, though. I'm aware of that. And I thought, I thought the game, when I said that I know the game that you suggested, I thought you were talking about... Five Fingers at Freddy or whatever? Oh, Five Nights, uh, five nights at Freddy's. Five Nights no, at Freddy's? I, I figured this one was a little bit more recent and everything like that. I saw PewDiePie play it. It was pretty hilarious. So I figured Eric would have a good time playing it. I'm actually gonna, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but oh, it's 24-minute <laughs> episode. Dude, the video I, is I hilarious. I'll, I'll take the 24 minutes out of my day to watch it after this show. I watched all 24 minutes of it. I thought it was hilarious. Everyone should watch 24 minutes of this of his show. Uh, first thing in the morning, go support him uh, and go give him a follow. All right. Also, go check out Stephanie and Hunter, uh, car, MTV car, car, uh, car Crash Couples. Go follow Stephanie at Stephanie underscore Jade, two E's. And go follow Hunter at Hunter Zatorski. Uh, both of them doing an awesome job on the show. Hashtag Team Gator. And they're pro wrestling fans. Did you tell them oh. yet about Which? hashtag Team Authority? <laughs> no, I keep on forgetting. How do you forget yeah. that? That's like a thing. Like, oh, just shoot, shoot your cousin a text. Yeah, I, I, I know. I'll, if I forget to shoot her a text, I'll tell them in a few weeks when I see them. But go give them a follow. Go support Stephanie and Hunter. Um, yeah. So, Brandon, do you have any? First shout out goes to concerts. Um, it's it's actually yesterday was nine years since I went to my first official concert that I start counting from. Um, Which concert was that? It was uh, Herman. Well, Peter Noon from Herman's Hermit Herman's Hermits. It was Felix Cavalieri from The Rascals. It was Blood, Sweat, and Tears in quotation marks, and it was The Ventures. Mm-hmm. Um, my first official concert was the coasters, but I don't really remember it. It was like 97. So, hmm. and I really, I don't count that one. So, yeah, but I've been to tons of concerts since then. 
and I've yeah been, you have I've, yeah I've been lucky enough to see a lot so yeah uh, second shout out goes to the Dudley Boys I uh, finally I got their their DVD their Blu-ray I watched it I thought it was awesome um, I wish it was longer though but it was it was really good yeah good matches. Uh, there are good matches on it. I didn't watch any any of the matches. I just watched the documentary part. Oh. Yeah. Any, like, un, unseen ECW matches or no? It's I, all their, like, popular ones. That I'm not sure of. All right. Yeah. But uh, last up is a shout-out to Hershey's, since I was almost going to be there today. <laughs> and then last minute didn't go. Yeah, what happened with that? I don't know. I mean, I guess... There's not really much to do at Hershey Park. Well, yeah, you go on the rides. You yeah, but there's it. not there's really not that many rides there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but and the the Hershey Factory Tour ride is closed. They they replaced. Why? I mean, they're renovating it. They're like oh. we're re- refurbishing it. I guess. Oh, gotcha. It, it needed a, a much needed update. So I'm glad that that's happening. It's just mm-hmm. too bad it's not open for opening day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they replaced it for now until, like, the first, maybe next weekend, I think, is when it opens on, the, right. on the 7th. But they replaced it with a uh, a video. But, I don't know. So, maybe you'll get there soon. So I didn't go. I, I didn't eat any Hershey's chocolate. But Hershey's chocolate is delicious. So definitely go out and purchase it from your local store. Yeah, and we would like to thank our not supporter, uh, Hershey's chocolate. Our, our not sponsor. Yeah. We don't actually know if they support us or not. They may. They may support us, but they definitely do not sponsor us. Yeah. But, but we uh, support them and sponsor them, too. We definitely support them. <laughs> we sponsor them, too. Do we, though? I don't no, know. No, but we do support. But that now makes us... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to move on from that. But we could go into... Right, our mark out moment of the week. Do you have a mark out moment of the week by any chance, Dave? Mark out moment of the week. Yeah. Um, maybe seeing Zack Sabre Jr.'s match uh, posted on WWE YouTube's page. Um, definitely Eric playing that uh that horror game. You, I, you can't say that's your mark out moment of the week that you didn't watch it yet. Yeah, I didn't, but to know that it's there waiting for me, that makes me mark out alone. Uh, Eric Young, that was pretty uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, personally, for me, was while watching the Dudley Boys DVD, um, Bubba Ray actually goes on to mention and kind of talk about TNA by name. So I, I wasn't... Interesting I wasn't, that that got kept in. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all, but so that was funny to me. So Yeah. I kind of pop for it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything else? That's that's about it. All right. Yeah, so that was our mark out moment of the week. Um, Ending the show right now. Facebook.com slash marking out. (laughs) Check us out. YouTube.com slash marking out one. Eleven. That was like a question on that one. Yeah. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Maybe uh, might add uh, a new logo up there. 
people to purchase. Maybe people will buy a t-shirt, actually. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter at MarkinOut, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, me, at BTTG161. And, and we wish we you, wish you the, the best of luck in your future, future endeavors.